welcome back to another episode of Flexpose, the 285th to be exact. I am your host, Jason Lacey. We are not live tonight. This is coming to you straight from excellent recording in Flexpose Studios to the internet, to your podcast apps, to your ears. Welcome, welcome. And yes, your ears do not deceive you. I am not with my greatest co-host, Lucas Rose, tonight. Unfortunately, he had some family obligations come up at the last minute. He had to step away, and I said, man, it's okay. I understand. I know what it's like to have family needs come in the way. Life happens. It's just what, that's what, it, it's what it is. Life uh, 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 finds a way, as Jeff Goldblum says. And I know there's many of you that would love to step in and always said, hey, when you need a co-host, just reach out to me. I'd love to step in and fill in and join the show for the night, and I appreciate that, guys. Unfortunately, I had a lot going on tonight. I didn't find out that Lucas couldn't make it until like right when I got home from work, and then I had a bunch of stuff going on. Just couldn't happen, so I said, you know what? I've done this enough times. I am confident and capable to rock the mic solo. So here we are, yet another Jason solo show. So welcome to the show i'm glad to have you listen here i'm sorry you can't be tuning in live i'm sorry you can't watch our beautiful faces on stream you just got us an audio form and that's going to do it this week can you believe it 285 episodes are creeping in towards 300 but hey we have to get all the housekeeping notes out of the way all of the particulars this is flux join us on our discord every show every content creator has a discord we would love for you to come hang out with us we share all the great stories we talk about weight loss we talk about beer in Florida, man, you know, all that nonsense, hit up fluxtabos.com slash discord. It gets you an invite into the server. I want to take a quick moment to shout out a listener, Tyler, who's had some awesome weight loss, excuse me, like kick-ass weight loss this year. Uh, many props to you, Tyler. And I, I have to say I'm humbled that Lucas and I bumbling through our words and, and our stories has helped motivate you and keep you on this path that you're going. I think you've done some awesome work. We'd love to have you on the discord. Um, I know personal side note you know we've had um some a rocky history so to speak in our younger days and that's all that's all it's gone man so um no hard feelings there it's part of life it's part of growing up and we'd love to have you in the discord so feel free to join us sometime and anyone else we'd love to have you join up as well so that, uh, that link gets you right into the server. Come join the Wacky family. We'd appreciate it. We do typically stream the show live every Tuesday, twitch.tv slash Obviously, tonight is a special case that is not happening. Throw that out the window. And as many of your other favorite content creators out there, yes, we too also have a Patreon campaign. We call it the Legion. We would love for you to be a member of the Legion. You get some great exclusive content like our monthly show, Safe Space. Some cool uh, discounts on Flux Swag. You get voting rights on Flexible's Radio. You get early access to Flexible's Radio episodes. A lot of cool things. I hope we can continue to bring more value to the Legion, and we would just love to have your continued support. With those done, I have to have a quick moment to shout out a member of the Legion, Dan Anthony. He is doing his thing, much like a lot of you awesome people out there in the community. You're out there raising money this year for the kids with Extra Life. I think that's fantastic. Lucas and I have done Extra Life before. Done it a couple times now, actually. And there's a lot of great teams and a lot of awesome fundraising out there. Uh, Dan is part of a team called Mason's Little Warriors, which some of you might uh, be familiar with that story. I'm not going to go into the the depths of it there. But Dan is part of um, Team Good for Gaming. Uh, Mason's Little Warriors is an offshoot of their their community. And I I have to help Dan. Dan has done so many fantastic things for the show over the years and i'm going to do whatever i can to help dan he's currently raised 200 towards his goal of 250 so flex legion let's help dan hit that goal and boost him over that extra life dan i will be contributing to your campaign before extra life is over that is a guarantee thank you so much for all you've done for us i will put a direct link into dan's uh, fundraising donor page in our show notes so please check those out and you can donate and remember, this isn't, you know, this is all, this is helping a great cause. Children's Miracle Networks, hospitals, um, it's all great things. So please, please, Dan, thanks for reaching out to us and asking if we would help be your sounding board. And we were more than happy to do that. Thank you for all you do for Lucas and myself. It does not go unnoticed. It does not go unappreciated. I also want to take a quick moment to shout out my friends and family at the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. For those of you that may not be attached to them as much as I am are in the echo chamber 
that we are on the internet. They recently, as of today, actually, Tuesday, the 29th of October, made Twinfinite's list of top gaming podcasts that you should be listening to. And they're up there with some really big names. Uh, half of them I won't pretend to know or that I've listened to, but it, that's that's an amazing thing. Uh, here at this podcast, we are not ever going to make a list of anything like that because we, this show, we pride ourselves on nonsense. We aren't expertise content. We are just filler entertainment, and we're perfectly okay with that. But PSVG, man, Donnie, Kevin, you guys have hustled. You guys have worked your butts off for a long time, and I think this has to be that great pat on the back that you have – It's it's not been all for naught. You know, you guys have really built something special and you're continuing to grow that and continuing to grow your reach and just look where you've come from podcasting. I remember when I first joined, you know, you guys were like looking to me as I was this ex, not expert, but I was this seasoned person in podcasting and I was going to help, help guide you guys and give you advice. And I think, you know, where you guys have taken this in those couple years, echelons beyond any of that, you know, here I am, I feel like we just, Lucas and I just kind of stumble and bumble our way through things and we have our oddball viewpoints and we just kind of spitball our stupid ideas. And then you guys come here at PSG. I think everyone from the team brings their own special caliber and niche that they fulfill. And everyone has like a great viewpoint and has is articulate and they just, it all meshes so well. And I think every expansion that the team has done well, I would be remiss if I could, if I didn't say that I missed it. You know, I, I should say I miss it. You know, I'm not able to contribute like I was, and I miss being a part of the Nintendo Shack. I miss being able to jump on. But at the same time, all those sacrifices for me, it's well worth it. You know, I, I love my family, and I love everything my family's given me. And that's, you know, it's just the, the priorities of life had, had stepped in. But why am I making this about me? This isn't about me. This is about PSVG. So congratulations to everyone on that team for all the hustle you do and all the work you put in. You guys are doing something awesome, so you should be very, very proud of it. With that said, let us now, well, there's no us, let me now tell you a little bit about my life so you can feel better about your own. It's time for that tried and true flex to pose segment, IRL. Now, I have to apologize, team listeners, everyone, because I did put out a call prior to starting this recording uh, for questions for the show. And I believe I have most of them already dumped into this show document I'm going through. However, I'm going to occasionally reference back to Twitter, just make sure there aren't any last minute people sneaking in. So they're, as usual, you might hear a little clicky clacky, a little tippy tappy on the mechanical keyboard, on the mouse as I'm checking social media and going back into the show document. But I know you can make it through. I know you can make it through. Lucas isn't here, but I'm going to show, I'm going to share something on his behalf. He's done some crazy amazing work on his Nissan this past week. He's had that his engine torn down. He's got a timing belt replaced. He's got things built back together. The engine actually runs. He got the car cleaned up. It's looking sweet. And it's unfortunately he's going to get all this work into it and get it all running just to garage it for the winter and then repeat some of the process this coming summer or spring, I should say. I was really hoping he'd be able to get it out and we could go do some donuts in it. But uh, he said that's not going to happen. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't want to take too much away from him because I'm sure he's going to want to tell the story when he comes back. But great reason, great plug. He's on Instagram sharing pictures. And if you come in their Discord, flexpose.com slash Discord, you can see all of it in real time as he angers his wife because he's working on it too much, as he, he breaks child labor laws, making his kid do work on it. It's fantastic. You should do it. I need a drink. Uno momento. Now. On the flip side, on my side of life, kids are rotten. Man, my, my kid has been, he's double dose of sick, and it just makes him nasty. He just has, when he gets sick, and I understand it. When you're young, when you're little, you don't know what's going on. You're confused. You don't have control of anything. You're just a ball of raw emotion. He gets nasty. He just said, like, I just remember I came home from work one time. I'm like, hey, bud. You know, walk on the living room, and I was like, I thought he wanted to play with me. And he just looks at me and goes, no, Dada, go out. Go away, Dada. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And just, like, just doesn't want to do anything. Just tantrums. Ugh, the twos, man. No joke. It's rough. But uh, we're coming out on the other side. He's getting through it. 
He doesn't have the croup. He's still got a little cough. He's not constantly leaking snot anymore. So we're coming out on the other side of that. Still related to that and the reason why, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I couldn't really reach out to too many of you to try to get a co-host tonight. It's Halloween this week. Uh, we're not going to take, you know, Aiden's two and a half. We're not going to really take him door to door. But my neighborhood had a trunk or treat event. And he had a costume and he was excited to do it. Uh, actually, he was kind of apprehensive. Like, every time we'd ask him, he'd say no. Then he'd say yes. And then he was excited. And then he wasn't. But then he finally was excited and we took him to trunk or treat. He's got his chase slash rider super paw patrol costume and it was the first time that we've been able to do this with him so our first halloween memories as a family him with his little chase dog bucket and you know walking up people and saying trick-or-treat and saying thank you and getting all this candy and all these goodies just that whole experience and he's he's kind of like me he doesn't really love large crowds so by the time we were done he was you know you could tell he was he was ready to be done he's he'd had enough but he did great um he had a lot of fun and here's the thing guys my kid's never had candy before he's had one sucker in his life so um he's not getting this candy yet either we're gonna probably let him have like something like fruit snacks or something and then we're just gonna i'll probably just take it all the work you might say oh you're bad parents but uh you know it's i guess that's just the way the way we've been you know with the whole no screens and then the limited screens obviously that's changed now but you know candy we've just been very um selective about what we're introducing him to and there's will be time and a place when he, he can have it but now it's not that time but still like it's so much fun seeing him and being able to experience things you know through his eyes it just it's like a whole different way to see life than what you're used to and what you've experienced your whole time and um, I look forward to any of you that haven't gotten to that point or are still going through that and I, I, I just oh, I can't I can't wait like I think I'm so like already looking forward to the holidays because you know he'll be more that much more aware of christmas and i think i think slowly over the past few years i've kind of realized just how much i think christmas time and december and all that it's just the i hate to say the cliche term but it is a magical time of year and i'm just i'm really looking forward to that with my family i take like a week and a half to two weeks off of work and i just i just love listening to the all the Christmas music and you know here around in Flexpo's land we do the holiday mixtape and I really just I really enjoy putting that together for listeners and we take some time away and it's just it's just a fun time and I just I can't I can't wait for all of that last thing I want to share I had to sub to somebody's Twitch channel they're one of my co-workers not because I want to enjoy the content but because I want to make sure they're not abusing work. Yeah, so we got, we've got, we had to really tighten up our internet usage. Well, not tighten, because the policy's always been there, but more strictly enforce our internet usage policy, because I've seen um, people when they're supposed to be working, and they've got uh, Twitch streams up on their phone, or sometimes actually on their desktop, uh, and that's kind of frowned upon when you have other like actual work responsibilities you're supposed to be doing, and when you're not doing those... Uh, if you're curious, I'm not. It seems like a mix between Overwatch and uh, I don't remember. Probably some Call of Duty. But anyway, um, this guy is a pretty. Um, he streams pretty regularly. Um, he has a pretty successful channel. But he was on a sales call. He was out of the office on sales calls the one day, and then all of a sudden, um, my boss is like. Hey, he didn't come in. He had this Facebook status about something. So I was like, hmm. So I just went on his Facebook to see if I could if I could see the status, and I couldn't. But then there was his uh, Twitch link, and I hadn't I hadn't checked out his channel yet. So I clicked on there. I go to his channel, and this was like four o'clock, and he typically works until five. And um, I don't know what time he got done with these sales calls, but he didn't come back in the office. Well, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm this you know this is like four o'clock. I go on his Twitch channel, and it's live, and I'm like, um, I talk to my boss, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. Okay. And I had to kind of give people, my boss is like my age, but he's not a nerd like me. Not many people are. So I had to kind of give him a crash course on what Twitch exactly is and how it worked. And then I was like, yeah, his channel's live right now. I mean, he's not, he's not streaming right now. I mean, he's pre, he's got his pre-stream up, but he's not like actually playing something. And he's like, okay, let me know if that changes. So I like had to, I was, <laughs> okay, long story short, he had like pre-stream, his stream about to start going for about four minutes and then the stream ended so maybe it was a test i don't know 
here's the thing. I that's something that I'm not gonna mess with during um, work hours. You know, that's 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 a line you're crossing right there. Needless to say, though, I now have subscribed to his channel or follow his channel simply the fact so I get notifications in case it ever does pop up during uh, work hours. I can be like the the fun Nazi and say, nope, you're not doing that. So. Um, I never thought I'd have that happen in my uh, my professional life. Um, you know, I, I you know I'll I'll have YouTube up or I'll have Twitch up sometimes when GDQ is coming along. But I, I can guarantee you I'm hustling the whole time. And and when I'm at work, I want to work. Like I really enjoy my job and I really enjoy my career and I put a lot of effort in there. So I can't imagine just slacking off and and not doing a lot. I know people, you can say, well, Jason used to play Switch at work, too. Yeah, yeah, I did. But my job is drastically different now. I'm responsible for a heck of a lot more. And I, as a company, we've come a heck of a lot more. I'm now, I don't even know when the last time I took a lunch break is. I just work all the time. And that's on me. And I need to be better about that. And I know many of you are going to tell me I'm going to be better about that. So let's move on. Let's do some around the web. Got some excellent submissions this week. Uh, coming, start right off with Josh the Noise Brown. Thank you, sir, for reaching out to us. Dropped a call. He slid all sneaky like into my DMs over on Flexible's Twitter and was like, "Hey, I got some CNN, some CNN news for you. A hunter was gored by the deer he thought he shot and killed." Uh, this is coming in from October 24th. Uh, October 24th. My gosh. I can't talk. I lose Lucas, and now I'm just, all the wheels are falling off. And I'm just going to give you a little rundown here. An experienced Arkansas hunter was found severely injured in the woods Tuesday night. His body riddled with antler puncture wounds. He later died. A 66-year-old man from Yellville had shot a deer and made plans with his nephew to field dress the deer's body together. When his nephew found him, the hunter was alert and talking and was even able to call his wife, but he stopped breathing by the time paramedics could get him to the hospital. Officials are not certain that the antler wounds are the official cause of his death. He may have died from other medical issues such as a heart attack, but there will be no autopsy. Injuries resulting from wounded deer are not uncommon, said Joe Purdom from the Game and Fish Commission. On occasion, hunters may approach a deer thinking it's dead when it's only stunned or injured. Usually they jump up and run away, sometimes injuring hunters in the process. But this is the first time he has seen a hunter die after approaching a stunned deer. Uh, Purdom said it's generally good practice to wait 15 to 30 minutes before approaching a shot deer to make sure it's dead. The victim, who lived in Yellville for more than 20 years, was an experienced hunter, so Purdom said he had doubted that his injuries were a result of poor hunting practice. Instead, he said it seemed to have been an unusual accident. The wounded buck has not been found. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. For some reason, I'm having flashbacks of that one uh, video that went around the web with that guy in Australia that would, like, punch the kangaroo in the face, but... Um, this is terrible. I mean, it's terrible that the man died, but uh, yikes! I mean, I don't even know—I don't even know what word to say. Josh sent us a second headline: No one believed him when he said he hadn't been drinking. Then researchers found his body was producing alcohol. I'm going to let you simmer on that while I drink a sip of this alcohol. That's right. This man's body was producing alcohol. A man in North Carolina was pulled over on a suspicion of drunk of driving drunk. Police didn't believe him when he said he didn't have any alcohol. The man was in his late 40s, refused to take a breathalyzer test, and he was taken to a hospital. His initial blood alcohol level was found to be 0.2%, which is about two and a half times the legal limit, and the equivalent of consuming 10 drinks in an hour. Despite this man swearing up and down he hadn't had anything to drink, and also doctors did not believe him. But Researchers at the Richmond University Medical Center in New York eventually discovered that this man was telling the truth. He wasn't downing beers or cocktails. Instead, he had actual yeast in his gut that was converting carbohydrates in the food he ate to alcohol. For those so for people that are not familiar, uh, yeast is that magical living ingredient in beer that creates alcohol. So the, the yeast ingests sugars and carbs and produces alcohol. So, in short, this man's body was brewing beer. So, this is a medical, it's a rarely diagnosed medical condition called auto brewery syndrome, ABS, also known as gut fermentation syndrome. It occurs when yeast in the gastrointestinal tract causes the body to convert carbohydrates ingested through food into alcohol. This process typically takes place in the upper GI tract, which includes the stomach and the first part of the small intestine. Uh, these patients have the exact same implications of alcoholism, the smell, the breath, drowsiness, gait changes, 
Um, that is from Fahad Malik, the study's lead author and chief internal medicine researcher at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. They will present they will present as someone who's intoxicated by alcohol, but the only difference here is that these patients can be treated by antifungal medications. So, I mean, there's a bunch more of these articles. And, and uh, tonight I'll try to get all these articles posted into our show notes. So, yeah, you know, easy for you to peruse and read at your leisure, but um, pretty crazy idea that your your body is producing alcohol i mean um you'd have to think that you'd just be like oh gosh you know you'd be feeling the effects of it but hey i it is it's crazy it is what it is uh skinny matt knight gave us a florida man story posted this on our discord this is from the new york daily news headline reads florida man sexually assaults two stuffed animals inside a target store you know, I'm I'm really kind of I'm kind of I'm intrigued. Of like, how many other people? Like, why is it Florida? Are, are other states? I know we've mentioned this on the show too, but are other states? Are you know? Is there a Michigan man, North Carolina man, Montana man, and then of course Florida man? I mean, why is it? Why is it Florida? I don't know. Maybe it's all the things, but you know, Florida is just the meme of itself now. We just we just run with that even further. I don't know, but let's get into the story. A Florida man admitted to doing stupid stuff after sexually assaulting two stuffed animals in a Target store. I didn't know you could sexually assault stuffed animals, but I guess we'll get into that here. Uh, The suspect, Cody Meter, started his bizarre sex romp with a stuffed animal from Disney's Frozen, then moved on to a stuffed unicorn around 2 p.m. Tuesday, according to Pinellas County, Florida. Uh, He proceeded to select a large Olaf stuffed animal and began to dry hump. And they... Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go verbatim here. So if you, I, uh, here we go. I'm just going to read this line for line. Uh, proceeded to select a large Olaf stuffed animal and began to dry hump and they ejaculated onto the item before placing it back on the shelf. According to police, he reportedly selected Olaf from an assortment of frozen characters before throwing it on the floor and doing the deed. The 20 year old suspect then selected a large unicorn as his second partner in the afternoon and allegedly dry humped it too. Um, Wow, I just there's a more news uh, headline in the middle of this article. Teen girl in Brazil bludgeoned pregnant older sister to death, stole baby from womb to give it away. What the actual fuck? Um, I, 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 what? What the fuck is wrong with people? Jesus, I don't even want to. I don't even want to click in it. Read it. I don't, I don't want to know more details on that. Um, let's continue with this story, though. Cops charged the hulking 6'2", 220-pound St. Petersburg man with criminal mischief. They estimate the damage done was under $200. The police report obtained by the Daily News did not indicate alcohol or drugs were a factor, though they checked the unknown box asking if there were any indication of mental health issues. Meter's father reportedly told arresting officers his son has a history of this type of behavior. Cops said the suspect confessed he'd done stupid stuff and that he had nutted on the Olaf doll. The merchandise could not be resold and was destroyed due to circumstances, the police report said. Um, wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> and our last bit of Around the Web comes from Kevin Austin, and I am going to watch this video first, and then I'm going to come back and explain what I've seen. Uh, our headline, watch this guy accidentally blow up his entire yard while trying to kill some bugs. Okay, I <laughs> I don't know what I just saw. First, I was really worried because he has two beagles in this tiny backyard with him. And uh, spoiler alert, the dogs are okay. Nothing happens to him. So uh, let's go to the article. A man in Brazil turned part of his backyard upside down in a misguided attempt to kill some bugs. My wife complained that there are a lot of roaches invading our garden. She is scared of them and begged me to destroy the nest under the ground once and for all. Schmitz poured some gasoline into the hole, then started tossing matches into it. Nothing happened at first, but after a couple of false starts, naturally the uh, internet has given the, the moment the remix treatment. And, okay, okay, the, re- the remix treatment, it's just all this, like, techno music. And, oh, and of course, it's it's got to have, um, it's like a techno uh, dubstep music. And right when the bass drops, the bass drops, literally the ground just erupts in a heap of dirt. Um, 
And this guy didn't even kill all the bucks uh, one scurried away after the blast. So, of course, you guys need to see it. So I will share all these articles in the show notes for tonight's episode. Um, don't do what this guy did. That's not safe. And don't get your dogs out of there. Don't have your dogs around like that. That's 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 not good. Take care of your animals. Don't put them at risk for your stupidity. That's like lesson one of, of being a responsible pet owner, I find. So I think... To make this show flow proper, we're going to go right into the question block right now. I'm going to save what you plan because I, I, we'll see how long we're at. We're at, uh, you know, 20, 20 and mid 20s so far in episode length. So let's go hit the question block first. Then I might talk about a little bit about what you plan. I'm not going to talk about Dead Space 2. I want to have that conversation with Lucas when he's back on the show. So let's get into it. Starting up. Uh, Adam Leonard really came to the call for me first, and you be the judge of the quality of questions he delivered to me. Uh, starting off, what's your problem? Well, Adam, I'm going to tell you my problem. I'm 35. My hairline is receding. My forehead's getting bigger. I feel like I'm overworked. I'm stressed out. I don't take lunch breaks. Um, I don't know, man. Work is really busy. I love my job. I'm very frustrated with my job. Um, I, I don't really understand in the hierarchy anymore of where I fit in. Am I in mental management? Am I in some magical space between mental management and ownership? Am I not any of these things? Some days I'm privy to information. Other days I'm not. Uh, I have all these projects I'm working on, but I've got all this day-to-day bullshit that pulls me away from it and ties me down. I came home from today stressed out. I got stuck in traffic. Then my dog was acting out. And then Lucas couldn't join me on the podcast, and I just had all these things, and I was mad, and that's my problems for today. Those are my problems. And I can't just podcast all the time. I have all these things going on. I have lots of problems. These are all the things. What's the deal with my... I should continue. These are more questions from Adam. What's the deal with your face? Um, It's kind of, you know, it is what it is. Uh, clearly... There's a deal with my face, and that's why I hide behind this magnificent beard. You'll notice I've had a beard now, probably for the duration as many of you have known me. Uh, I will never be clean-shaven. I have no chin. Um, I kind of have like a Simpsons face where it kind of goes mouth and then straight down into my neck. So by keeping this beard, I can have this illusion of a jawline. And it kind of, you know, smooths things over. Makes it all look uh, nice and good. And, uh, yeah... So that, that's what's the deal with my face. And, and it's just got, like, permanent... You know, people have, you know, resting bitch face. I have, like, uh, resting mouth breather face. That's what that's what we're going to call it. Uh, and I'm also asked, how come you do that thing that sucks so much? Uh, I think I'm going to tie that into his next question, which is also, why can't you be less bad? Well, Adam, this is why. Many of us out there, these content creators, we, you know, we're all part of a similar circle, so I'm going to lump us all together right now. Uh, we can't be less bad because by us being it bad, it's making the rest of you look that much better. So you'll see that you know you know people could probably look and have compared. Um, yeah, we've kind of stayed this path, and the rest of you have like improved and done things. So by proxy, we make those strides you've taken look infinitely better. So really, we're doing you all a favor by sticking with our status quo and our bottom line and our, our basement. Instead of hitting the ceiling and we're hitting the basement, we're pushing you guys further. So really, you should thank us for that. And I also want to go back to um, going back to Adam's question about what's your problem. I'm going to touch on something that I talked about on social media, and I want to apologize to a lot of people. Um, I don't know if, I, if I've come across as unapproachable, or if I've, if I've come across as crotchety or someone that you don't want to, like, it can't be friendly and engage with. But I've had a lot of, I think I've had a, a struggles um, for a better part of this year with, with jealousy and some bitterness. And it's tough when, when you all, when, I mean, we can all sit here. Let's not bullshit here. All the creators can say that they're not concerned about numbers and they don't look at that. But 
we're all chasing the same thing. Everyone wants everyone, everyone wants to be acknowledged and wants everyone to listen to their things and support their things and love their things. And we want the listens, and we want the clicks, and we want the engagement. And it's very easy to compare yourself to others and say, why not us? And then, then that's the question. It's like, well, do we want it enough? And are we pushing enough? And why are we doing this? If we're not getting our hearts not in it, why aren't we doing this? And I, I, I fell into that trap for a while where I, you know, I, I, I was jealous of others' success and that's not that's not a good place to be and i think i've I'm, i've made much more of a conscious effort to to spread i you know I, that's that's the thing like well I'm, I'm engaging with adam here you know mega positive. i mean that's that's like the joke but i mean it's kind of like spreading some positivity is it's one of the things i'm trying to do and try to focus on that and try to lift other people up and you know, we, on this show, we've talked about how we're going to, you know, we, we never had guests. And, and, you know, if you want to be a guest on the show, I, I want to have you on the show eventually. I want to be better about cross-promotion and, and being inclusive and having more variety of voices on there and, and instead of being two stale white dudes talking about stuff. So those those are also things about my problems. Um, Adam also asked if I love him. Um I mean, it's complicated, man. If we were a Facebook status, it it, it, it would it would be it's complicated. I'm sorry. It's just it is what it is. <laughs> um, moving on, uh, Mr. Sean Caply asked me, uh, "What does Fluxtapose mean? Where did that name come from?" So, uh, Fluxtapose comes from. Well, if I can go way back. If I can try to remember all of my screen names to way back when, I think I was using Zorak for a bit. But when I first got into um, online gaming, um, I mean, really, for a lot of it, uh, I think I was using Zorak and I was using Phoenix. Um, But probably once I started playing Enemy Territory, I think that's where this lot came from. And I I had a couple um, names I was using. Like, what was that? G. Williker. I used that for a bit. And then... Um, I can't remember what was the other name I was using before that, but um, the one clan I got serious with was, um, I was going by the, the name Technicolor Flux was the full name I used. And then as I talked about before, eventually they got, that got short. Someone came in and that was a stoner, and he was like, Fluxy Wuxy. And then, you know, people always called me Flux for short, and then Fluxy was, was that's what I've always drawn to ever since then so i've always used that as my my internet tag name my screen name my gamer tag what do you want to call it for the longest time so my buddy jared who i've talked about on the show before he encouraged he's like yeah you should have a website you know just you know it's just cool to have and so he encouraged me to um he had his own uh, web server and he encouraged he's like i'd host it for you and so i had a wordpress page and it was just my own blog, and I had no idea what to call it. And I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm flux, and then I, you know, opinions, juxtaposition. So let me combine the two of flux and uh, juxtapose, and that's where fluxtapose came from. It's the joining of those two words. And when Lucas and I started a podcast, I didn't know what. You know, name, I think naming is like the one of the most difficult things. What are you going to call it? What is it going to be about? And really, it went, it was became flexible because I was paying the bills and I already had the web domain. And I was like, well, we've already got the, the website. Why don't we just call it Flexible Podcast for lack of better phrase? And I mean, I, I don't know. If, I mean, that's kind of a corny, lackluster explanation. But that's how it started, and that's just how it's been ever since. And I guess that's just kind of the brand. And I'm, you know, we've had offshoots. You know, we had we had Netflixation as its own show. We had, um, gosh, uh, the Holocron Council was a thing. And then now, you know, the first thing I really feel like I can say we have Flexpose, and we have its first official offshoot. I'm, I'm really proud of what Safe Space is. So. For those of you that can listen to it, I'd really, um, please share me. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm being shameless, but please share your feedback with me. So those of, those of you have, I really appreciate it. But I'm really, I'm really curious to hear what you guys think about it because I'm, I'm just, um, I'm excited. It's so different um, from what we do each week on Flexible Standard. But yeah, Sean, that's pretty much uh, what that came from. Also, I'm, you know, this is totally a ripoff of uh, 
of the pants podcast for patrons podcast for patrons pp dance that you do that's what that's what we're doing here <laughs> sean also asked how do you feel about airplane pilots who host the podcast from the cockpit for the passengers i mean when they talk too much also you said cockpit um i never go on airplanes anymore so if that's a thing i'm just you know maybe it is i don't know i couldn't tell you i can't argue against it i haven't been on a plane in six years Yeah, six years now, so I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, if that's what they do, that's great. They should play my podcast, I think. That would be that'd be a much better experience. Uh, let's keep trugging on. Josh, Spooky Bones, Burboni, got a question for me. We all know that Kevin has decided to create an alter ego who is a celebrity chef. If you had to create an alter ego, who and what would it be? Here's the thing, Josh. Um, I don't know if I can say who would it be. Or what would it be? But here's what I would want it to be. I feel like a lot of a lot of us out here are able to create a persona. Not to inflate it, but look at Bobby. Bobby Pauls. He has the Nintendo Guru. Is that who Bobby really is? To an extent. But it's also this larger-than-life creation of himself. I think Sean has a little bit of a persona he's able to put on. Joseph Moran, bad bit. He has this persona that he's able to put on in front of the camera and, be, and become a little bit larger than life. And I feel like I don't do that. I feel like I am very authentic. And the person that you're getting here on this microphone, the person that you're talking to in Discord, the person that you're talking to on Twitter, that's me. And it's very hard for me to, to expand beyond that. I can't be an asshole um, to people excuse me, unless you really deserve it. But I mean, I can't just go out there. I can't troll people. I can't be this dickhead. I can't, I can't do that because it, it, it's not who I am. So sometimes I feel like it would be so freeing to just go out there and just not give a F about anything or anyone and just look out for myself only. And, you know, kind of be, to kind of go to Seinfeld, you know, and talk about what uh, George Costanza, if every instinct you have is wrong, you should do the opposite and do that and do the opposite of how we normally handle situations and just be this opposite bizarro Jason persona that would do all the opposite things that of what I would typically do. That would be the alter ego that I would do. I don't know what he'd be called. I guess, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That, that That's that's what I've got for you, Josh. I appreciate the question. And also, thank you. Thank you to Adam and Sean for asking me questions. I really appreciate it, guys, taking the time and being able to see the post on Twitter. I, I It's greatly appreciated to help give me some more content to this episode. I appreciate it. I do. I do. I do. Uh, Kevin Austin at PSVG. Kevin, congratulations once again. Being pretty much Nintendo only and some PC gaming, what are some titles you feel you're missing out on that you might like and why? I'm assuming uh, Kevin is talking about current gen items. Um, I'll be honest, Kevin. It's it's tough right now because um, in a normal normally I I, I would say I, I could feel like I'm I'm missing out on things, but I honestly I don't because um, right now my free time just doesn't uh, it doesn't really allow for me to absorb and get into much more than what I've I've got on my plate right now. But let's. Uh, that's not any fun, you know? So let's let's take this question. Let's run with it a bit. Um, I think Destiny is... I feel like Destiny is something I'm missing out on because I think the core concept really um, tugs at some of the stuff that I love about of gaming, you know, that can, there's the competitive access, uh, aspect. There's this whole co-op experience. There's the loot grind. Um, it's a shooter. I think that is a title that I could really dig into if I had some time. It's just not going to happen. Um, I don't know so much about the like. If I look at Sony as a platform, I can't. I can't feel like. I mean, yeah, Spider-Man was cool, but I. I don't know if that's like. I'm not so big on Spider-Man as a character, so I don't know if that's something. But I would think that just never experiencing The Last of Us and seeing how much of a, a fervor then that how much there's an excitement beyond that for people. Um, I feel like, and with the, the the sequel coming, I feel like that's something I'm going to miss out on, just because that's like a great piece of storytelling and a really hallmark title 
of the past couple generations that really stands up to the test of time. If I had to go over on the Xbox side, oh, there's nothing there. No, I kid, I kid. I feel like just missing out just the Game Pass as, as a whole, I feel like it's something that's um, this awesome thing that I'm missing out on. Um, and yeah, you could say, well, you can get that on PC, but um, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to have time to digest it and really get in there and, and enjoy everything that that's there to offer that, that on Game Pass. So that, that's just not going to happen either. Um, I don't really know, like up and coming titles. I mean, I'm going to say like, am, I feel like I'm, and just bear with me here. Pokemon is something because that's not it's not going to be a series i'm ever going to get into and just to have a game in a series that gets people so excited and they just just dive into it and they just get they're so adamant and so um zealously into that series and just you know just to have something like that that you're that passionate about yeah you can say i love smash brothers but i don't think at the end of the day i'm gonna like i you know i can i can do that with that title um, and really anything that's just huge, like a huge game, like, um, you know, you could say like Outer Worlds, but you know, any, any game that that's going to be like the Witcher, um, I'm going to say it probably, uh, why can't I think of the name? The next CD Projekt Red's next game, uh, 20, 20XX, whatever you guys, an encounter raves game. You guys all know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I can't think of the name right now. I don't know how I'm going to play that. A uh, cyberpunk. And it came to me. I really want to play that, but I don't know how I'm going to, you know, like I have a, a, an okay gaming PC and for whatever reason, it's just so hard for me to get down here and play it. I mean, yeah, I just got through Dead Space 2, spoiler alert, I finished Dead Space 2 last week, but just by playing it during my son's nap times, but um, yeah, I, it's just one thing, it's just harder, like I work, you know, and I get home at 5, we have dinner, I play with my son, I do bath, we get him in bed, and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, 7.15, so then I have like from 7.15 to 10 before I go to bed, And but that's really my, my time for my wife and I to hang out and catch up, and we've got a, a variety of shows that we're right into, and it's like, where do you fit gaming into, and um, Tuesday nights I'm doing this, so it's just time, man, time is the, the, the enemy here, and that's the, the resource we just never have enough of to fit in. Uh, last question I got tonight came from uh, Insepid Ghost, Luke Lore. Can solo shows even be good? Well, Luke, no, they can't. I don't know anyone that's ever done a solo solo show that's worth a damn. And anything that's out there right now, it's just a piece of trash. So they should probably cancel. I, it's all in jest. Luke has his own project that he's kicking ass with. So I think it all depends, Luke, on what the host has to say, how they can, how flowing they can be with their words you know if you're stumbling over yourself and muttering it, it's tough a solo show is very difficult because you don't have your co-host to bounce off of you don't have the energy to flow off it, and it just feels like you're just verbal diarrhea you know much like the darpa chief in metal gear awesome it's like it's just flowing here and sometimes that can be good or bad i mean for me I, sometimes it feels like, like I'll be honest, today was like a super stressful day. This has been nice because I've got, I've got this lining Google Shandy here, and I'm just having like a stream of consciousness with my thoughts and just spinning them out into this, this application that's recording my voice right now. And I'm going to edit this and I'm going to put it into a digital format and send it out here, and people are going to consume that and listen to it. And that, for me, is a bit like therapy, and it just feels good. So in this case, yes. Solo shows can be good. Maybe not good to consume, but good for the creator. And sometimes that is all you need. Thank you guys. Thank everybody that took the time to hit me up on Twitter, send a question that way, my way. I really appreciate it. Uh, I, that looks like that was all we got. I'm just going to double check one other spot. Uh, notifications. Nope, that is everything we got. So thank you. Thank you, Adam, Kevin, Josh, Luke, and Sean. I appreciate it. Also, thanks again to everyone who sent something in to Around the Web. Please hit us up on our DMs, uh, Discord. We'd love to have those from you. Okay. What you plan? Not a whole lot I want to talk about here, guys. I'm going to leave Dead Space 2 for when Lucas is back on the show. I do want to say thank you for Tom Servo, dude, and Ryan for joining in on the streams. 
I uh, appreciate you guys dropping by. Also, dude, I don't know if you're listening to this uh, too much in the podcast form, but I know you're taking some time away from the internet, and I hope you get your head right. You gotta, I respect anyone that realizes they need to step away from stuff, so hope you're going to be in a better place when you come back. I just want you to know that we're thinking of you, and you're a good guy. You got this, man. Uh, let's talk about mm, Succession. We finished season one. This is on HBO, guys. Um, I can't recommend the show enough. I feel like it is um, smart TV in a way. Just, you know, this whole the whole business language that comes up and this whole corporate mentality and this, you know, all the characters are wealthy and it's just the upper echelon of the, of the elites. And, I, man... Season one was great. We're into season two right now. I can't recommend it enough. Like the the storylines that play out, the twists, the turns, the espionage. It's so good, so good. Uh, two seasons on HBO. You got to watch it. That's all I really want to say about it. Watchmen. The series is out on HBO. Uh, season two just released last night. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, what we're going with this is takes place 30 ish years after the events of the comics. Um, you know, it's in that same universe. It's taking elements of Watchmen and it's it feels like it's its own thing in that world. I I don't know what it is about this show, but I really like it. I mean, it's been really good right now. Um it, it's based on some of the reviews I've read and what I can tell you from the first couple episodes, there's a lot of racial conflict is you know the overtones that are being painted right now um some sickening parts of about american history and culture are are dug up and it's just been some some fantastic writing and i just really love what i've seen so far i don't really want to get into the meat and potatoes of it because it's a new show and i think people should watch it um i love Watchmen. i kind of want to go back and read the graphic novel again i know the you know the Zack snyder film has its critics and it's not that great but at the same time i do love that so much as well i feel like i need to watch that again i just i love so much about that property and and that's saying a lot because it's dc and usually i poo poo on on dc a lot but i'm really interested to what hbo is doing with this i can't remember for sure if it's only going to be a single season run um i i, I want to see more just because i want to be um selfish and i want more of this and it's, it's been HBO, man. They're killing it with shows. There's so much I want to watch on HBO. The Outsider, when that comes. Ah, all those things. Um, last two things I'm going to mention real quick. Uh, we, we get trapped into this, my wife and I, when we don't want to watch a show and pay attention. We just turn on A&E and live PD comes on. And I think that's like the allure of like cops has always had. You know, and just watching like crazy things on unfold between car chases and suspects running. And it's just like... It's like popcorn time, you know? It's just like garbage television that's entertaining and it's ridiculous. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, it's, you know, it's it's basically like a new version of Cops. That, that's all you need to know. And uh, last thing is it's a Netflix documentary called Tell Me Who I Am, I believe. And this is the story about two brothers. They're identical twins. And at one point, uh, I believe it was around 17 years of age, 18 years of age, the one twin had a severe motorcycle accident and lost his memory. Could not remember. He remembered. He knew who people were. Like, he knew who his brother was when he saw him in the hospital, but he had no memory of his past life or his experiences. And his brother caught him back up on what happened and how to live and how to be. And it comes to find out this new identity, this new past that was given to him may or may not have been correct. And he has to learn and has to come to terms with what his life was, what his brother did, and what what really took place. And it, it's only, I think it was only like an hour, but a riveting story. Uh, I, I will, um, there are some dark things uh, covered there. So there's some sensitive subject matter that not all viewers may be comfortable with. But I, it was, it was like a wow, like holy shit, kind of a, a kind of a thing. And it's, it's a horrible thing that happened and just kind of makes you sit back and go wow that was a thing so uh tell me who i am it's streaming on netflix i think that's gonna do it man wow i i i just have to say thank you to everyone that uh that 
hunkered down with me and, and you listen to this show with me. Uh, I'm looking at my Audacity track right now. I haven't edited anything, though, obviously, and we're sitting at 50 minutes. So I've just spitballed and talked for 50 minutes to you guys. I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you guys for subscribing, sharing episodes, just supporting us here. Um, support small creators, you know. Tell them that you like what they do because that goes that goes so far for us. And I'm very grateful for any of you that have hung around and supported Lucas and I in this this crazy journey. Um, you know, our, I, I, I 100% don't believe we make the best content out there. I'm not going to lie and say we do, but we make the content that we want to make. And we make it for ourselves. And those of you that that, that jives with, you know, you've got a family here that, that supports it. So um, I appreciate you for appreciating us. It, 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 I love that. So thank you. Thank you very much for your consideration and your time. And there's a lot of things you could be listening to right now. And you just given me an hour, almost an hour of your time. So um, thank you. Thank you very much for that. But I have to say thank you to all of our patrons. But a special thanks to our Arbutus of Awesomeness, Josh Brown, Kyle Hyman, Tyler Rowland, and Tom Servo, our Executor of Excellence, Edwin Callow, and bow before the Crusaders of the Legion, Dan Anthony and Josh Raboni. Please check out Dan's Extra Life page. Check out Josh's Extra Life page. Check out Kevin's Extra Life page. Check out Sean's Extra Life page. Check out Nathan's Extra Life page. Check out all the Extra Life pages. Um, Phoenix Overdrive's got a big get-together uh, this weekend for Extra Life in Rome, New York. Uh, I've been told that there's going to be Smash Brothers on Saturday, and they want me to play. So you might want to check around Twitch around 1 p.m. Saturday afternoon for all of that. If you want to join the Flux Legion on Patreon, please check out patreon.com slash flux to post for all the details. Josh Raboni, he's also a crusader of the Legion. I don't remember if I said his name just now or not. I don't want him to be overlooked because, Josh, you are also appreciated. You're a great guy. Thank you for being part of the community. Also, I totally failed at the watch along, so I am not going to schedule those around my schedule anymore because I'm too busy and I can't commit. So that is it. Thank you guys for listening. Playing us out this week is a Overclock Remix coming from Super Metroid. It is called The Loneliest Bounty Hunter in the Universe. It's by Pyrus. This is coming from, again, uh, Super Metroid. It's nine and a half minutes long. This is a doozy, so I'm kind of glad we're not having a live show because this would be a lot of things to play you out. Uh, it's kind of, uh, it's prog metal. I, it's going to be crazy. Uh, it's Brinstar Red Soil Wetland Area. That's the song we're covering here. Um, Super Metroid released 1994, Super Nintendo by Nintendo. Hope you guys like it. I hope you guys uh, come back to the show. Thanks again for listening. I'm going to play this remix. We'll be back next week with Lucas and myself, and we'll do this all over again, but in the normal live stream way. Goodbye. Thank you. See you. Love you.